The Golden Knights announced the reassignment of players from the training camp roster, and we'll tell you about what players made the cut, which ones were sent back to the minor leagues. When we return right here on today's edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to the Wednesday edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. So, Chris, we had the after 5 o'clock news dump. It was more like after 7 o'clock news dump last night. Uh, Kelly McCrimmon announcing... 7.10 p.m. Okay. Uh, Kelly McCrimmon announcing the reassignment of 16 players, meaning that the roster was trimmed down, and now there are 44 players remaining for the VGK. Uh, we're going to talk about any surprises, perhaps, uh, of the players that were left, uh, that had been left behind, uh, players that are headed to either the Silver Knights or they're going, of course, to Savannah, to the Ghost Pirates, or their respective juniors teams, according to the release that was sent out at 7.10 p.m. Uh, Michael Bullion, um, Noah, I'm just looking at the list here, Noah Carroll, uh, Ty Sheveldeev. We have the players that excelled in the rookie games that were played here. Uh, Daniel D'Amato, Joe Fleming, we never had a chance to see him bang out there. I would have loved to have seen him go at it against the Kings tonight. Patrick Gay, uh, you had uh, Ben Hemmerling, uh, Braden, uh, what was it, Hickey? Yeah, Braden Hickey, uh, Jordan Papierney, uh, he'll be sent back, probably will be going between Savannah and the Silver Knights. Yeah. Um, some of the other names that we saw on there, Simon Pinard, uh, Mason Primo, I thought uh, Mateus, I thought they were pretty high on Mateus Sapovalov, but he is gone in this first cut, first rounds, and we'll see who else. Uh, and then some other players uh, that we know of, of course, uh, Alex uh, Swetlikov and Tomas Yurnin. Did I get all those names? Just about all of them uh, in there. And Robbie from Delorme, too. I think, I think, no, there's no surprises there. I mean, Papirni, I thought, might stick around a little bit longer with the Silver Knights, but like you said, he'll be, uh, his bags will be packed a lot of the season, I think, once the injury bug strikes the goaltenders, which does and can and will happen every single season in uh, Southern Nevada. But besides that, I mean, you know, I talked about Thomas Uronen a little bit. He's 18 years old. It's going to take him some time. Um, you mentioned Sapovalov again, looks good out there, but just, there's only so many spots here and the plan really wasn't for any of these players to stick around much longer than they did. Um, if it, if they did last longer, that would certainly bode well, I guess, for their long-term outlook, but you know, they had their time in the rookie camp. They got some time, uh, with the, with the main roster now, and, um, now it's time to get back to work so they can come back and enjoy this moment again next year. 
what do they have to get down to? Like 21 for the final roster? 23? Mm, you have 23 roster 23? spots available per cap friendly. Okay. So I believe that's the number once opening day comes. Okay. Uh, some of the players that stuck with VGK, at least after the first round of cuts, they don't like to call them cuts, of course. They call Red them tags. reassignments Red or tags. assignments. Red tags. What did you call them? Red tags, like major league. Red tags. Red, Red tags, you called them. Yeah. Last night, I saw your tweet. That's what raised awareness. I was at the Aces game at 7, 10 p.m. Uh, and then uh, making the final 44, uh, some of the players that are still alive for roster spots, Brendan Bryson, Brendan Brisson, of course, Jacob uh, Brabinitz, Sheldon Rampal. He's accounted for himself very well, had the goal a couple of nights back as well. Uh, you had jo Jonas Ronbjork, who we just always forget for some reason. Caden Korzak is still there. And then uh, they also have, oh, R2 Karki, the defenseman. I looked at the roster. He's still there. One of your favorites. You call him R2-D2. And uh, then all the goalies that still remain with the parent club, uh, the guys that are in the minors most of the time, uh, but number three goalie, uh, Yuri Patera, the other guy, and then Isaiah Seville, who's not six feet tall, and Jesper Weichmann. Those uh, goaltenders remain. And so out of all these players that are the newbies of sorts, who has a chance to, to make the parent club? I mean, the obvious names, a lot of the ones you mentioned, you know, Korzak and stuff like that. Brisson's got an outside shot. The name that kind of surprised me um, is R2. Is that the last remaining of the 2023 draft picks? Up yeah, I, I believe so. I, I think so, yeah. yeah. Interesting that you know a, a newly draftee is going to make it you know at least a step two so to speak so that speaks to his game right now but now it's coming down to you know the the real training camp battles now I believe they're going to be they're going to be cutting the the practices down to two flights instead of three flights so that's certainly um welcome news I'm assuming for the coaching staff who can be on the ice for a couple less hours a day I think Cassidy mentioned in one of his pressers that his feet were getting sore from all the practices that they've oh, been, he's, he's complaining he's in midseason form oh, lately. you stop it you stop it but no no surprises yet nothing I mean the only surprise unfortunately or fortunately for the Golden Knights is going to be Brennan Brisson Max Comtois one both or none none being the most likely um, which one of those can possibly crack the roster and start with the team. But the issue the Golden Knights have right now is they're sitting on 23 of 23 roster positions. So if they're going to try and make space for Brisson, make space for Comtois, someone would have to go through waivers. And that would be, I mean, Dorofiev would not go through waivers. He would be instantly claimed. We, so Brady we, Hall, we, don't, I mean, we don't do waivers here. We don't buy out contracts. We don't do waivers. Well, waivers we do. We do waivers. I know. We, we, do don't, we don't do buyouts. <laughs> For sure. We, we do uh, some waivers, some, not too often. Because I do not work for the franchise, I am hearing insider information about Zach Whitecloud's <clears throat> injury, upper body sternum, upper body injury, I meant. Um, so he might be out for, for a bit. So uh, one of those guys like a Caden Korzak might stick with his team. For, yeah, um, there's definitely the initial roster. There's definitely potential um, 
for a new training camp battle to develop. And I mean, you never want it to happen like this, but if, you know, we're, again, we're assuming right now at this point, and I've heard the same stuff that you have, um, if White Cloud were to go to IR or LTIR, um, either way a roster position opens up, that also eases the pressure of possibly someone not having to go through that early round of waivers. So, I mean, you never want to look at an injury as a blessing in disguise, but, I mean, in Vegas, they've been doing that for two years with Mark Stone. Oh, yeah. They believe in these uh, blessings for sure. And there is potentially another top six or top nine, top niner that potentially is injured too. And uh, nothing from the team yet. Um, perhaps that will open up another roster spot as well. And I'm not going to say much more. Am That's I allowed right. to say it? Um, an injury? Mm, you talked about White Cloud. Perhaps Vegas Bjorn. Oh, but we William talked Carlton. about that because he had his maintenance day. Yeah, we talked about that. But he's still, he's still, he might be injured. So that's the Fair word enough. that's out there. Okay, I haven't uh, heard that one yet. But take it for what it's worth know. there. And I don't, I don't like to, you know, send out all these scoops all on one show. But yeah, so, I have so to do that. Scoop. Thir- Thirty-one flavors, Tony. Thirty-one scoops. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's Tony's nickname. Thirty-one scoops. Oh, you know who I like? Who's still around? Uh, he's ha- done a really good job the first couple of preseason games, and that's Mason Morelli. He's still there. And uh, Byron Fraze, he's around. So those two players. Yeah, I mean, Fraze, obviously, he'll be fine at the HL level. And he did have some call-ups last year, too. And, you know, there's a good foundation of secondary talent, if that's the right way to say that, available at the Golden Knights' disposal. Yes, the prospect pool lacks a little bit, but that's how it is in Vegas. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because – the team has competed now for two Stanley Cups since their inception and been a Stanley Cup contender, you know, for five of the six seasons. So, you know, those draft picks are fun. Those prospects are fun, but winning Stanley Cups is better. I wish they had, they do still have enough player uh, players left remaining for split squads. Yeah. They're, they're doing I two practices do, still. No, like uh, where they have two different separate golden knights teams playing exhibition games Remember, some teams have done that what i think florida's done that, that. this florida yeah. had like a double header one day at the right. or something right. like that and right they play the split squads but they don't do that around here no nope. <laughs> nope and they don't buy out contracts nope not around here coming up next the golden knights their preseason home opener is tonight that'll be a t-mobile arena against the los angeles kings and we'll tell you all about that game we'll preview it when we return right here on lockdown golden knights love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door with doordash grocery delivery you can stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently you've trusted doordash to deliver your restaurant favorites right and now you can get the grocery delivery right to your front door that actually delivers as well With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you will find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You will get exactly what you ordered or will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Want even more value? You can save on all the grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery. That's right. No delivery fee on all eligible orders. With a Dash Pass, uh, Dash Pass uh, membership, 
And with easy substitutions right in the app and the best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off of your DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKED at checkout. That's LOCKED at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order and use the promo code LOCKED. Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And that, of course, is Locked on Golden Knights. Make sure on Friday we have WTF, What the Friday, something good, something bad, that caught your attention this week and made you say WTF, What the Friday. And leave your comments, of course, on our Twitter handles. That is at Locked on. VGK, at TD Chris G, at Tony Dasco. Got that out of the way. So, Chris, VGK will play its first home game since winning the Cup. Wow, that's pretty impressive tonight. Uh, That'll be over at T-Mobile Arena. You will be in attendance as a media member? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, I'll yeah. be uh, oh, yeah. the first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I'll be at the first couple. Well, probably at least the first three or four preseason games just doing, doing uh, the media the media junket. There you go. Um, Friday will be kind of interesting. It's going to be me, three generations, right? Me, my son, and my father go into the game. That's Chris cool. and uh, little Chris and my dad will be in the seats, and then I'll be up in the press box, and we'll all kind of you know move around. Maybe I can sneak Chris upstairs for a second and show him daddy's office. We'll see. I don't know. Pretty interesting. And so VGK versus the Kings. Uh, we might be seeing a lot of players. Good thing that you scouted the rookie face-off some. A lot of rookie face-off players, I think, in attendance. But the biggest question, I think, that looms is who will be between the pipes for the Golden Knights tonight? Will we see the first appearance of Aiden Hill? I think so. I think um, I think it's going to be a similar circumstance like to Monday's game. I think Aiden probably will go about half the game, and then whether they turn it over to um, – uh, the other guy, Patera again, or you know, Seville maybe. Seville we haven't seen yet, so maybe I'll predict Hill Hill to Seville. It rhymes. There you go, Hill and Seville. I like that. Okay, so the Kings one and two in the preseason. VGK is zero and two. LA played as we saw the Coyotes and the Bad Ice on the bad Bad Ice. Was it uh, there in Melbourne, Australia? Yes, it was bad. There were a lot okay. of potholes there, even. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we saw the Kings. They split the two games there, and then they lost to Anaheim a couple of nights ago. Uh, the Kings, one of the focal points, I think, of this camp is their goaltending situation, Chris. Uh, Cam Talbot, uh, you have David Riddick. They each played a couple of periods in Australia. And then uh, Talbot, now 36 years of age. Um, we don't know who's going to stay with the team and who will be sent down. Um, Cam Talbot, you have, you have Phoenix Copley still, and, uh, you have Jacob, uh, Ingham who played pretty well in the rookie camp here and he played pretty well over there. And, uh, we saw that he stopped, uh, 29 of 32 shots so far this season. So we might see this young player, uh, in, in Australia, he did a pretty good job, but, um, out of the three top, you know, goaltenders, who, who stays with the parent club? 
I think there are two-way contracts. I think Copley still has a two-way contract, believe it or not. And then you have Riddick and, of course, Cam Talbot. And out of all that, who gets to stay with the team and who is goaltender number one? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I had no idea they, they, they signed David Riddick. What's he doing there? Exactly. He's playing. That, he's getting a lot of repetitions, to... and he's done well in the preseason camp. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if Copley or Talbot might have an injury or something coming or or what the deal is there. It just seems an we odd might see way Copley to... tonight. We might see Copley tonight. No, I think they're all okay. Yeah, no, Copley. I mean, we'll have, I mean... we'll have, Talbot has his annual, if that's what you're talking about, he has his annual injury. Fair enough, yeah. I mean, the Kings definitely, like, there was, I, I was talking about this last season, there was some fool's gold involved with when you looked at the save percentages of all their goaltenders last season. They were winning games, no doubt. You give them all the credit in the world for a competitive 100 points season accomplishment. I mean, that's an accomplishment. But the save percentages, I don't recall off the top of my head, were like high eight nines, very low nine nine 900s. Like they were low save percentages. And it just didn't bode well for a deep playoff run, as obviously the Edmonton Oilers uh, you know, showed them. Other things to look at on the Kings side, I'm Quentin Byfield looking to take the next step. Yeah. You have some battles with um I think Jordan Spence is trying to get a roster spot. Brant Clark he's from is Australia. trying to make a push. Yeah, he's from Australia, Spence. And I know he I was didn't back know that. There. Okay. Yeah, he should have just stayed there. They should have just given him a little bit of leeway there rather than sixteen hours there and back there. And back <laughs> there you go. There. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Kings definitely there's some storylines to watch, but shifting to the Golden Knights side, I think you're gonna see any of the NHL players we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen Eichel, haven't seen Marcheseau. So. You think Eichel might get some some skating in tonight? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think Eichel goes tonight. I think you I think you see um I, I Barbashev would be interesting because he played, I believe, he played the one first game, game. The first game. Yeah. So are they gonna keep that line together? Uh what do they do with Max Comtois tonight? That's um a storyline we've alluded to where he could possibly line up and we'll maybe hit that a little bit in the Dorofiev segment coming up in segment three. I see that um, on our roster here. It is on and that. It is Dorofiev. Yeah, we have we have graphics and stuff. So basically I know, there's no question mark at the end of that. There's no question marks here, but there's no pronunciation or there's no um that's okay. Was, Whatever. Oh god, this is so bad. Punctuation. 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 There we go. God, stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Stay in school. <laughs> Um, yeah, this, this is, this is a community college, uh, to not even a degree talking right now, folks. <laughs> Thank God I married a teacher. Um, but going back to the golden Knight side, anyone we haven't seen yet is probably going to be out there. Petrangelo Martinez should get some time together. Um, otherwise I think all of the other four defensemen have played. So then it's a matter of, you know, plug and play and that sort of thing. And, this will really give you a hint now because there's only 40 player, 42 players at uh, Cassidy's disposal. Now you see in Brandon Brisson, who does he line up out there with? Like the Golden Knights can field a pretty fun roster tonight and also tinker a little bit that might give us some clues into what Cassidy could possibly be thinking right now. Haven't they tinkered with Comtois in Marcheseau's place in his spot on a line in, in training camp? I think um, they had Barbashev, Eichel, and Comtois. I think we're a line. That would be interesting to see tonight. I would. That'd be a, that. that'd be a pretty uh, heavy line right there, as far as the wings go with that line. That'd be a very tough line to play against. And 
And that's the thing. I mean, I think one of the important things in training camp is for Cassidy to see what plan B is. And there's a lot of plan Bs right now. If Mark Stone, don't get mad at me, folks, but if Mark Stone misses 30 to 40 games, he's done that for the last two seasons, what happens? Um, is there a path to use Barbashev to re-energize another line? Is there a path for March or so to be on it? Like, these are important things to to mess around with, with and learn in practice, learn in camp, learn in these preseason games, because ever since uh, hockey started in Vegas, at least NHL hockey, we've learned that nothing goes according to scripts. Nothing right. goes according to plan. So, but everyone will be well by the playoffs. They'll all be okay. Maybe that's the plan. Games. I think that's that's part of the plan. I also think part of the plan, Chris, is for Mark Stone to play 50 to 60 games max. I think that's part of the plan. It has to be. I, yeah, I mean, I've seen reports and, you know, they're going to take it as they, as it comes, right? You know, they're saying there's no plan right now for any type of maintenance days or maintenance of whatever terminology you want to use in hockey. And hockey players are tough. We know this. They're, they're much different than, you know, LeBron James who, who gets a hangnail and has to be carried off of the court. These guys get lacerations that require 30 stitches and they, and they miss two shifts. You know, that's just uh, the nature of the beast. Hockey players get broken bones and finish games, you know. So Mark Stone, he's going to want to play every single game and you're going to have to, you know, tie him and tie him up in the locker room to, to stop him from coming out there. Because even if his back is, you know, at 70%, 60%, whatever it is, Mark Stone's going to want to play, and that's the nature of the beast. And it'll be interesting to see if Mark Stone does have a healthy season, what that really looks like as far as maintenance goes. 57 Maybe they and cut a half. Down his practices. 57, 57 and a half. half is a high number. The, the, okay, over, and a half. the over is plus 250 on 57. Okay, what about 51 and a half? I mean, what about played, 50 and a hook? He's played 80 of 164 regular season games in the last two seasons. Right. So, I mean, 50 would be would be good. I don't 50 think would be a step I, I just, in the right direction. I don't believe, I think it's part of their plan. I don't believe they're going to wait for his back to just give out this year. I think they're going to try to play him appropriately and just kind of make sure that he's as fresh as he can possibly be. I agree 100%. During the course of the, during the course of the season. They have to. I mean, they really do, because otherwise, you know, we'll have LTIR and all these rumors well, and what have you. Again. You can't predict LTIR. I mean, the Golden Knights might try to. And we can. I think the Golden we, Knights try we to. Can. We but, can with this organization. I mean, listen, if, if something happens in January where he does, you know, leave a game and all of a sudden a week later it's LTIR. Oh, my God. Well, you and I will we'll be doing three podcasts a day. I'll be writing six articles a day trying to fight everybody off. Did you get any info from Melbourne Hockey now? No, for this podcast. No, uh, I forgot to check. Adrian Kempe, uh, three goals in two games. And you mentioned Bryant Clark, um, almost assured to make this roster. They have some holes defensively uh, for the Kings. So that's something to look out for tonight. And on the VGK side, uh, things that we want to see areas of improvement. One, number one tonight, I guarantee you that VGK will be rimming the puck. They will rim the puck tonight. Number two, I think that they're going to have perhaps double the amount of shots on goal that they had the other night because it just wasn't good hockey in Colorado. Oh, they were so tired. I know. Three-hour flight, day of the game. Yes. There's going to be a oh, wait, 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 wait. There we there go. He goes. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. Good thing his lighting's bad today. 
you're going to see really a good bad. effort. I need the sun, man. I mean, not betting preseason hockey is probably never good for the bankroll. Um, trying to see are there lines? Are there lines? Oh, definitely on these, lines. These exhibition games. Yeah. Oh, you can bet. You, you can don't bet even know who's playing. Um, okay. Right now, the only line there's no unless I didn't see it here. There's no. Yeah. So there's no line up here yet for tonight's game, but there definitely will be. You're going to see an effort from the Golden Knights. You're going to see a good roster from the Golden Knights, and you're going to see a Kings team who has been on a different continent, you know, over just three days ago, getting acclimated and stuff like that. Might be a good spot to uh, lay that wood. You know, the Golden Knights probably like minus 180, 190, 170 tonight, but might be a good spot to lay that wood. Yeah, I think it's Copley. I don't think he made the trip to Australia, so I think he'll play some tonight uh, for the Kings. I don't think he was there. Um, at least I didn't see him. I watched uh, a lot of the first game, some of the second game there against Arizona. And uh, for VGK tonight, no travel excuses. But these are games, too. It's the first game at home. And you do want to create a buzz, right, too? Oh, yeah. And some excitement with the local fan base. And you do want to try to put together a good effort. Why? Because you're in the business of selling tickets. And so they want to create that excitement, I believe. And I think that this is one of those games. It's a good spot if you're betting tonight, I think. I feel. Yes. You're, you're going to all right, you're gonna hammer it? No, just kidding. Coming up next, we've got, uh, well, we're going to talk about can Pavel Dorofeyev make the team? <laughs> no question mark. We'll return with more right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Welcome back. Locked On Golden Knights from Las Vegas home of the Stanley Cup champions, and they'll be in action tonight against the LA Kings. Make sure that you please subscribe to our YouTube channel that is Locked On Golden Knights and find us wherever you get your podcast. And on Fridays, WTF, what the Friday, we want you to definitely leave some comments and start to heat things up here for the upcoming season. I think Q4 is just so exciting for us here on Locked On because we'll have a ton of news to report. Then we're back to five days a week. Uh, so Pavel Dorofeyev, still among the 44 players remaining, what are his actual chances of making the parent club? They're good. I mean, right now, just looking at cap friendly, they're, the Golden Knights are maxed at 23 of 23 rosters. And Dorofeyev, I believe, would have to go through waivers in order to go back down to the American League. So... I don't see a path where the Golden Knights would reassign Dorofiev and then put that disclaimer in there with uh, the intent of sending him to the AHL or however however that wording is out there where basically the RGMs are you know pointing the nukes at each other saying you better not claim this dude or I'm gonna go after someone you know so I think that helps Dorofiev's chances. The conversation then shifts to where does Dorofiev make the roster? Does he just simply start as a healthy scratch for a little bit? Um, does he bump out Paul Cotter and Riley Smith's spots? I don't know. I mean, it seems like Paul Cotter definitely has the jump on that spot. So this is where Cassidy gets to start, you know, juggling things up if he wants to force Dorofiev into the line or into the opening night lineup. Does he go on line two along Mark Stone and Chandler, Chandler Stevenson? What does that do with Brett Howden if that happens? That's a good question. Could Brett Howden be an opening night scratch? Or, you know, does the shift happen where Nick Wah goes up to a wing position 
and then Brett Howden goes down to line four. These are some of the, the, the tinkerings, if you will, that Bruce Cassidy has if he wants to get Dorofiev in the roster day one. Does he have the ability to play on an, a, on an NHL roster? Absolutely. Um, the Golden Knights are very deep, top to bottom, all, all four lines, so it might take him a minute or two to crack it. But Dorofiev, I'll probably set the over-under at 50, 58 and a half games played, and um, I'm going to pencil him at 40 points this season. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'll, for it. I'll, I'll take the under points. 58 and a half. I think it's pretty high. So let's it say could be. I, Let's say hypothetically, though, seriously, uh, if William Carlson is injured, 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 <laughs> what do you think would happen uh, to his roster spot at the start of the season if he is hurt? Nick Waugh goes up to center line three, Howden probably centers line four, and then and that and then that makes it a lot easier for Dorofiev to get in there on day one. And he'll be in on day one, yeah, for sure. We appreciate everyone tuning in. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. And make sure, please, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we will have a recap. Chris will be there. Give us that bird's eye view from the press box on everything happening with BGK and much, much more. Of course, every time, like I say, every time we plan a show the day before, never works out. But we do have to recap the game. From my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.